welcome to the FPC Blanchard Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in today. We also thank you for any comments, likes, suggestions that you may leave on this site. Also, feel free to share this with any of your friends or church members so that they can keep up with our events too. Here we go. So, you know, um, I'm just going to do this in a nutshell, you know, uh, I share. I shared earlier on the other podcast. You know, I did my test, doing my testimony this past Wednesday. Uh, or actually, I did it on. Let's do it this way: March the sixteenth. Yes, that's when I shared my testimony when I was here, twenty twenty two. And um, so, for you that didn't come, nine stepfathers in my life. I'm in jail at fifteen, suicidal at ten. One of my dads beat me till. Uh, um, Till I bled a little bit. Nobody wants to die. They want the pain to stop. I was the t- first drink of alcohol at nine. Um, my dad walked on my life at four. My mom was an alcoholic. I'm the oldest of eight siblings. And I'm giving you a shorter version, but enough that uh, it, may, it may speak to you because we live in a world today where 74, excuse me, 70 to 74, or 75% of students in public schools come from divorced and broken homes. Of that percentage, another percentage lives in a single-parent home. Another percentage of that lives in no, neither one of their parents. And then you got adopted kids. So when I was growing up, we didn't even have alternatives. Now you have an alternative school. You got a shot. Our alternative when I was growing up is you go to, you either go to school or you drop out, get a job, go to jail, run the streets. So I grew up, uh, again, 24 different schools, so I've lived all over the place. My mom would drag us out of her beds, would beat us with belts and switches, and uh, she would leave us for two or three days, maybe a week or two at a time. And at our house, she came to party and pass out. Um, I'm the oldest of eight siblings. A half-brother died uh, from needles at 40, wasn't a Christian, Two half-sisters, alcoholics, along with their kids, not sure that they're saved. Another half-sister I know nothing about. Another half-brother went through drugs and stuff. And another half-brother went to prison. He got out. I've actually written three books. My new book's called Choices 101. But he got out, wrote a book, and now he's married, beautiful kids. Things are great. And I talk about the power of our choices, that every choice we make will affect four things. It affects your family, your friends, your future, and your faith. And so, you know, we think that, and I tell students, that you think the choices you make just affects you, not affects everything around you. You know, uh, we're looking at Putin. You look at Adolf Hitler. You look at some of these great leaders who made some choices that just didn't affect them, but it affect our, our world, our country, our nation. Um, and that's the choices. And so today you're one choice away from a better life or a bitter life. And so, uh, I grew up pretty much dysfunctional. I grew up uh, with no hope. I grew up with no family, no future, no friends. I got no faith. I got nothing. Um, I'll tell you that I found my sister. She had a 12 year old little boy, severe, uh, severe, um, handicaps, I guess. And, you know, he was kind of crippled and crumpled up trying to think of the right words, but because of her choice to do drugs, it affected his birth. 
When I found her, she had hepatitis C, cirrhosis of the liver. She'd become the person she hated. She became my mom. So that's pretty much my family. We ran the street. We were sexually abused, physically abused, verbally abused, emotionally abused. I got beat up and bullied at home, uh, beat up and bullied at school. So that's pretty much the guts of what I grew up in. My mom would take us bar hopping, forget about us, and leave us in a bar. We'd hope that she would find us the next day, threaten to kill us. Um, And here's the sad part of my story, and some of y'all can relate to this. There were churches all around us, but nobody was inviting us to church. You know, I just, you know, I was at First Baptist Blanchard, and man, I invited people, people invited people, and we saw lives changed. And, you know, I tell people, just because the church maybe has done you wrong, you don't you don't quit going to church. Right. I tell people this. If you go get a haircut and they do it bad, <laughs> you're going to find somebody that can do it good. Right. If you go get your car fixed and they don't do it right, you're going to find somebody that's going to fix it. So you got to find a church that's preaching the gospel, that will love your family, that will minister to your needs. And if you can find that church, that's where you need to connect. So... They were all around me, blah, blah, blah. You know, my sister began to run the streets. I eventually moved to Texas with the stepdad. He marries another woman. I went there because I want to take care of my two half-brothers. She began to beat me like my mom. So I, uh, I, I packed a suitcase and ran away. I didn't live in the streets a couple of days. And then finally, this family let me live on their couch, kind of like the Blindside movie. Uh, a football player got me to go to church, and uh, I got saved. Wow. Um, but if that guy had, if that family had not taken me in, think about choices. We make over 10,000 choices a day. You know, I, I know that sounds like a big number, but I want you to think about the choices you make before you even get out of bed. You know, um, am, am I going to drive today? Uh, Am I going to go a different route? And you, you think of all these choices. Uh, am I? Am I? What am I going to wear today? And for ladies, they're you know they they're going to make umpteen choices trying to figure out what they're going to wear. You know, um, who am I going to talk to today? Where am I going to go to lunch today? You, you're making all these choices while you're in bed. Then you get out of bed, and you got to choose. You know, do I, while I brush my teeth before or after I eat, what am I going to eat? Uh, uh, am I going to have coffee? But I want you to think about the choices that you make before you leave your home. Then the choices you get in your car. I mean, which way am I going to go today? Um, am I going to go through that yellow light? Because you're choosing right now as that light turned yellow. Um, you, you choose, are you going to go the speed limit? Or yeah, There's so many choices that you make. Am I going to go left up here or should I go right? So the bottom line, every day we're making choices. So for me, I ended up choosing, and I went to Texas with the stepdad. This family took me in. Uh, I got tired of getting beat up. Football player gets me to go to church, and I get saved. Then I end up living with another family in San Antonio, Texas, where I live today. I call them my Jesus parents. They let me live in a camper shoved up in their carport. And uh, that's because they had taken in another Young lady, they had two boys. They had their room. She got the extra room. But I had a place to stay. So I finished high school. Uh, I have a couple years of college. 
I'm now married 50 years, two boys, 10 grandkids, and um, my mom told me I'd never make it. I will tell you this quickly, that I was able to forgive my mom because forgiveness is a choice. You know, laughter is a choice. Learning is a choice. Listening is a choice. In fact, you made a choice maybe to listen to this podcast, and maybe you chose to turn it off, and then you came back. So... Every day, we make choices that better or bitter our life, and we're one choice away from a different life. In fact, I say it this way, people make choices, choices make people. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'll just go ahead and tell you that uh, uh, you know, married, got into ministry, now I've been traveling for over, over 50, well, over 50 years I've been traveling, been saved 53 um, but I've been in ministry in the church and now an evangelist. And um, bottom line is, uh, I wouldn't be here today if that football player hadn't got me to go to church. Now, I forgave my mom. Uh, for 14 years, I tried to help my mom. I watched her laying to bed, eyes lose bloods, skin turn yellow, body bloated. Uh, I, I spoke at my mom's funeral. I can't tell you that my mom was saved. I can't tell you she was in a better place, but I don't think she ever made the better choice. I found my dad after 42 years, um, was able to um, forgive him, uh, witness to him, and uh, I guess it was, uh, let me think here a second, Uh, it was June 1st, 2004, I led my 78-year-old dad to the Lord, and 12 days later, he passed away. So... We're always, our story, everybody's writing a book. Everybody has a story. And so I would challenge you to make sure that Jesus is in the middle of your story. He's in every chapter. And our story will only end in eternity, with God, without God. So here's the deal. God can take a mess, make it a message. God can take a test and make it a testimony. He can take a victim and make them victorious. He can take, um, he can just take some broken pieces and make them into masterpieces. So no matter what you're going through today, no matter what's going on in your life, choose Jesus. Mm-hmm. Read Romans chapter six, 23 verses. You ought to read it. We're always one choice away from a different life. And whatever we choose to obey becomes our master. We become its slave. It doesn't matter if it's cigarettes, alcohol, sex, hate, lies, jealousy, whatever it is. And so I challenge you today, choose Jesus. Every day, let him be um, in the midst of your life, in the middle of your life, and always remember that you're one choice away from a different life. Amen. Well, Ken, man, it's been good to hear your story. It's been good to be around you all week. and. I look forward to our folks listening to this podcast, um, not just today. The, you know, these things, that once they get out, they're out there forever. And uh, so, you know, this is 2022, but somebody may be listening to this 10 years from now, 20 years from now, mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, we know one thing. Jesus is coming back soon. We see all the stuff happening in Ukraine. We see things happening all over. Um, you know, one day Jesus is going to come back. Yep. And so... This may not be here very long, and Jesus could come back. So my my challenge is today, don't put off what you could do today. You can give your heart and life.
to him today. The world says there's two things that are for sure in life, death and taxes. I say there's three, death, taxes, and eternity. Amen. And God is more concerned about the eternal things in your life, your very soul, than he is the temporary things. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Amen. It's great having you on the show. Great having you here at our church. You know you're coming back. And um, so, but for today, we're going to have to close it down so we can keep these things kind of short so you you guys can stay out there and listen and be a part of it. So I'll pray us out. And uh, Father, God, we just love you. Lord, I just think about these messages that my brother's talking about. Lord, um, all these circumstances in our lives, they can either make us bitter or they can make us better. Mm -hmm. And so, Father, I pray that, Lord, we choose to be better because you live within us, not because we can do anything, but in Christ we can do all things. So, Father, we thank you for the hope that we have in you. And, God, we love you. We praise you. And, um, God, I pray that people hear this podcast and their lives are changed forever. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now i got to hit the stop sign. Hurry! I don't even know where it's at. Thank you for joining us on the First Baptist Church Blanchard podcast today. Uh, Please follow us, like us, so you can be notified when the new episodes come out. If you have any comments or suggestions, leave those below. Also, if there's any way we could pray for you, please contact us. Let us know, 318-929-2346. Or also, you can catch us at www.fbcblanchard.com. Go to the contact page. You'll find all the info you need. Thank you again. We're praying for you. You have a blessed day.